What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Frame by Frame. You heard the intro. We're back in Melon. Uh, we almost recorded in Zoom, in Zoom again because uh, I'm a little idiot. And uh, yeah, I, I didn't. So basically what happened in last week's episode, uh, if you guys heard it, um, we weren't on Melon. Audio quality was a little bad. The intro didn't play. If you're watching on YouTube, you probably noticed we didn't have the fancy overlay stuff. Uh, so basically it happened because Kevin... Uh, and Ethan, recording Project X Talk, uh, and we needed to get a pre-recorded episode out because if I'm traveling all of July, so we're not actually in July at the moment. We're in June. Uh, so yeah, hello, hello Breaking from the past. The hello from the past. But uh, yeah, uh, so no one was recording today, but I still created a Zoom meeting because uh, I'm stupid. But uh, but yeah, we're back in Melon. You heard the intro, uh, and I'm joined by my usual, my lovely co-host, uh, Brandon. How you doing, man? I'm doing all right. Doing all right. How's how's your week been? I mean, we we spoke yesterday, so anything interesting you did uh, in this day span? I guess. Oh man, I figured out like a little personal thing, just to make myself look stupid. Uh, mm -hmm. Been fighting with my pool pump for all week, and I apparently realized I forgot to uh, open the valve to put it back in the pool. I've been fighting with the thing for two days, and I realized nope, it was off. Hmm. Now, um, you know, it's a uh, we're on a streak for doing stupid shit. Uh, I'll, we I almost recorded in Zoom. You uh, forgot to pop the valve up, but uh, but yeah, it's fine. Uh, it's life. We're human. We make mistakes. We're not perfect, but uh, yeah, man. Uh, let's talk about some movies and TV shows. Um, so yeah, let, let what's let, let's predict the future. Pretend we're in July. What do you think the hot topic of discussion in like the movie industry is? Because right now. It's to do with Secret Invasion, using AI intros, uh, Marvel not attending San Diego Comic-Con. What do you think the hot topic is in the second week of July? Right now, the biggest topic that I'm pretty sure is going to explode even more than it already is, is the news with Jonathan Majors. If that mm -hmm. case comes out and it shows that it was a bias by the police, which I'm not taking sides on either way because mm -hmm. I'm not doing that fight today. Does that allow him to be reinstated as Kang and continue the plans that Marvel already had going forward? Or does that still put in play, we got to replace him because we already kind of made that decision? Uh, no, they, he has to be reinstated as Kang. They can't make the same mistake they did with Johnny Depp. Because that was, I mean, not a similar case, but Disney did a similar thing. Oh, we fired him. We can't have him back. All that. So, um, yeah, I think they have to, they probably learned from their mistake with that because Johnny Depp, obviously, very big actor. Uh, Johnny, you know, they could have made another Pirates of yeah, the Caribbean. could have made another Johnny, three yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean movies with them. Uh, they would have done well at the box office. And, uh, yeah, they let go of that opportunity. So I don't think they're going to mess it up for Feige uh, because, uh, you know, they already have a plan around King. Uh, and, yeah, that's, that's what I have to say. What do you think? What think? That's what I think July is going to be about. I think really we're going to be looking at some speculation between fans and people that are just going to be like, oh, Disney already did this, so they got to do that. Got to keep that example going. And then others are going to be like, just keep giving him a chance. He's doing a great job as Kang. Yeah. I mean, I know a certain, some fans will be, uh, won't be happy if he is sort of reinstated back as Kang or the Doctor Doom fans because uh, they saw this as an opportunity. Oh, Kang's out of the picture. Doctor Doom can run Secret Wars. So I think they won't be... Uh, too happy about if has it been confirmed that Jonathan Majors has been fired from the Kang role? It was never confirmed, officially right? 
known that Jonathan Majors was. But they took him out of the movie. credits of Loki or something. They, I think, they right? scrubbed him. They scrubbed okay. him from. They didn't scrub him from credits, but they scrubbed him. Um, I know all the Quantumania, like posters, commercials, everything they were pushing for advertisement, kind of scrubbed all of Jonathan Majors out. But they mm. didn't touch anything with the movie. Right. I mean, how much can you touch? I mean, you know, he's pretty much the second most important character in the yeah, entire thing. So, yeah, it's, it's hard to, you know. Listen, I talk about the, the challenge a lot. There's one season that my wife and I just finished watching, and one of the contestants uh, said some really, really bad things on Twitter. And as much as she was a contestant almost getting onto the final, they scrubbed her straight from anything that involved her directly. The only thing they left her in with is, oh, she's got to go into an elimination. Didn't let her talk. Didn't do any confessionals. Nothing. She lost the fight in the elimination game, and then she was sent packing home with no word. That's intriguing. So I, I want to get your thoughts on something. Uh, yeah. You know when actors or directors, they have certain tweets from like 10 years ago who resurface, uh, and they might have said some questionable stuff then. What are your thoughts on that? On them losing role now for something they did and probably regretted doing like when they were younger? You're talking uh, about you how mean? James Gunn almost didn't yep. direct Guardians yeah. 3? James Gunn, uh, and then also Hartley Sawyer from uh, the Flash CW. He got fired from the role as an elongated man, but those were tweets from him like from years ago when he was a lot younger. Uh, it, it what do you think about depends, that? It really all depends on the retraction. Um, if they realize and state that they made a mistake, that it, this is a different time. I know Kevin Smith has talked about this too. Um if you've grown as a person and you show that that was just a bad tweet or a bad, just a mistake because it, it wasn't out of anger it was just out of like, Oh, I'm going to do this because this is how I feel right now. But mm -hmm. that's, that inherently is the problem with like what we're looking at with the internet days, with everything going forward. Everything is cataloged. You make one dumb mistake in your past. And that's going to haunt you for the rest of your life. Now, don't get me wrong. Somebody does something stupid now mm -hmm. and you get yeah, fired for that. Hard. Yeah, you should that's be. fair. That's fair. Yeah, I guess it you should take into account uh, what Twitter was used back in the day. Back in the day, people used Twitter as a way to say stupid shit and not get in trouble for it. Well, now, yeah. it, uh, and probably how old the individual were, uh, the person was, you know, um, were they a kid? Or were they full, full adult? Uh, and uh, yeah, was it a joke or not? And I, I think it just, it's a hard thing. Because if what they said is like really severe, really damaging or, uh, you know, or it's, super it's a hard decision to make. I, I, I don't have to look at it in context purposes. Like, is, yeah. is it being derogatory? Is it being mm -hmm. racist? Is it being yeah. directly um, threatening? Yeah, those are like key factors that is like, OK, this has to follow that person all the way down rather yeah. than, oh, OK, somebody made a stupid tweet because they were drunk. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Comedy. Uh, but yeah, I don't I have to say I don't envy producers, showrunners for this. Um, it's a hard yeah, stuff. Directors, you know, anybody that's going to do all this yeah. data scrubbing <laughs> just to figure out like, oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. We can't get this person. They said something bad in 2006. Yep. Uh, I was five in 2006. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's... Uh... I was 20. <laughs> wow. 
uh yeah that's uh that's crazy <laughs> uh but uh but yeah that's uh that's about it, i think uh I, i don't envy producers showrunners uh when they have to make decisions like this uh it it, it is kind of hard because you'll have to deal with backlash from the fans if it's wrong decision uh, if you do keep them you'll also have to deal with backlash from the fans you know it's it's a not an easy decision to make so credit to you guys for you know yeah. making the hard choice, hard decisions uh but uh but yeah let's talk about our main topic today and that is uh marvel again surprise um <laughs> uh but yeah we're talking about the x-men um the x-men my favorite superhero team uh without um, easily my favorite superhero team uh love the comics i thought the movies were okay some of them some of them were awful um uh, but uh yeah the animated series one of the best pieces one of the best animated shows ever um the 90s but, uh, X-Men, which the is 90s X-Men anime. Yeah, so good. And uh, yeah, it's finally coming back. I'm really excited for it. It's coming out this year, so uh, I can't wait. Finally getting some good X-Men content. It's been a while. Last time we had X-Men was, what, 2019 with Logan? That uh, was the last. If you want to go. Movie. Oh, I mean, there's Dark Phoenix. Like X-Men there's, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah Dark it, Phoenix, was, it was Dark Phoenix. The, the no, uh, probably the new mutants, I guess, as well, you know? Yeah. Because that, you know that came after that came after that, that was in development hell for so long. Oh yeah. It, it and had I was, such was not great ideas to start. And then the script mm-hmm. was destroyed, rewritten, destroyed, rewritten. And now I still haven't seen it as much as yeah, I want to. I not love worth the watch, not worth the watch, but, um, Anya Taylor joy, uh, fantastic casting. Uh, if they ever do bring the character back, bring her back as it. Cause she, she was so good in it. Uh, yeah. I think she fits that role to a T. Uh, and yeah, if you ever bring magic back, bring back Anya Taylor Joy. Um, but uh, but yeah, let's talk about the MCU X Men specifically. Uh, let's just start off simple. What do you think? How do you think the MCU is going to introduce them? You know, we're already getting mutants in, uh, but how are they going to explain? Oh, the X Men have existed all this time, but we just never seen them. It, it's it's going to have to go back to how X Men started. It's mm-hmm. it, it's something that nobody wants to admit. So what we're going to see is we might see Xavier's school. We might see the Brotherhood or um, hell, it, it could even start with Krakoa. That's that's where I'm at with it. Krakoa. Like we have we have this giant celestial body in the middle of the mm-hmm. ocean. But the opposite sides, we could have Krakoa, a, a hidden nation for mutants by mutants to keep safe. But I can also see Xavier's upstate New York school. Um, being seen there just to keep people going, keep them trained. And I think we're going to see a crop of new kids. Okay, I think we're going to, we're going to see some well-established ones. Obviously they're mm-hmm. going to bring in Wolverine, Storm, Cyclops, yeah. um, more than likely beast because he's one of the best professors they've ever had. Yeah. Gene but, Gray. That's, that's, oh, yeah. that's almost a guarantee as well. Yeah. Yeah. What are uh, we going to have that weird love interest between Gene Gray and Scott? Oh, yeah, the love triangle. Scott, Gene, Wolverine, Logan. Emma Frost. Not a triangle, more of a rhombus, but uh, but yeah. <laughs> uh, Scott, Gene, Emma Frost, and Cyclops. Uh, and uh, Wolverine. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, my th- idea is I think they're, they've been in um, Krakoa all along. Um, you know, just hidden uh, away from uh, all the humans because... Um, in 1970s mutants were um you know there was some hate against them uh and uh, they decided to move or something and uh yeah they went to Krakoa uh and then i think we will get a reveal at some point in phase 6 phase 7 uh where they just show Krakoa 
uh, NBC Professor X, all the famous X-Men just there and be like, we need to come out of hiding or something or whatever. I can see we, that being like a post-credit scene in a movie. Uh, but yeah, I think Nicole has the way to explain it. I think if they're going to adapt X-Men, because Kevin Feige has said we want to be different from everything that's been done before. Modern X-Men comics. Nicole is the way to go. Yeah, the um, X-Men, you know, do all the immortality stuff the X-Men are doing. And there are rumors that Eternals 2 might be adapting uh, Judgment Day. That's a comic. That's a really good Eternals comic with, uh, you know, the Deviant Gene and all that. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, um, the Eternals discover that the Mutant Gene uh, is an evolved version of the Deviant Gene. Uh, so they want to wipe out all mutants. Uh, so the Avengers step in, it's X-Men versus Eternals. It's a decent comic. Uh, I thought it's a very good concept. It wasn't executed very well, but I think the MCU could play around with that idea uh, and make a better adaptation. Um, so, yeah, uh, I think there's some potential there with the new X-Men comics because I think they're some of the best we've got since Chris Claremont. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I think Krakoa is the way to go. What do you think about that? I, I do think the way that's going to go, I do have, it just popped into my head because it's a solid, solid after credit scene. It, it kind of mimics how they revealed Thanos. Mm-hmm. How it was the, the gauntlet, just showing the gauntlet right there rising up instead of seeing Krakoa. No, that seeing... wasn't the reveal of Thanos. Thanos was revealed oh, in the first Thanos Avengers movie. Thanos just straight Loki. up revealed. No, Loki, I guess, right? No, I mean, sorry, the first Avengers movie. It was, yeah. uh, Loki, I think it's the, was that Horvus Glaive? Uh, the Black Order member? I don't know. It was his right hand man bowing down. Then we see person, but it had the closest one to Thanos would have been Corvus. Yeah, uh, and then Thanos had that full purple, uh, looked like a practical physical suit, uh, and he just turns around with a smile. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think. But I mean, in the sense of non showing, not showing the the area, the people, any of that. Right. Right. That right. special Krakoan flower. The immortal, the one that gives immortality. That one. Yep. Mm -hmm. I think what's going to happen is somebody's going to put that away. They're going to show I'm... like. Like think of it, think of it this way. You know how Doctor Strange has that giant menagerie mm -hmm. of all the collectibles that they have from different sorcerer supremes right. in different areas. Mm -hmm. I think something like that's gonna happen. We're gonna see some sort of scientist. Maybe Banner will just put it away, but somebody's gonna have there's gonna be a credit scene where they're gonna take it. They're gonna take that flower like Beauty and the Beast style, put mm -hmm. it into a thing, and then drop a dome on it. And that's gonna oh, just show yeah, everybody. This exists, and since that flower exists, we now know Krakoa exists. Yeah, that's a very cool concept. I can see them doing something like that in the Thunderbolts movie because that's supposed to deal with adamantium and how that's uh, they, they go the Tiamat Island has some source of adamantium, yeah. the team goes there to extract it, and then the post credit scene could be something like, um, you know, it Val... could even be Julia Louise Dreyfus's character. Yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna uh, say Val... yeah, Quintessa Val. You know, her, she's with her scientists, and one of the scientists just keeps the flower on the table. Yep. Camera zooms in and then shut. That's it. That that's our be... second after credit scene. That's the one that they're like, all right, you'll see more of this later. Yeah. Wow. That would, that would be interesting. That's a very good idea. Uh, damn. Yeah. Again, so, uh, Marvel. Idea, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, if you're listening to this, Kevin Feige, well, we're open for hire. We'd love to work for you. Uh, and yeah, <laughs> but yeah, what do you think about the X Men being introduced? Do you think we're getting MCU version of X Men uh, sometime in Phase Five or Six, or do you think that's all after Secret Wars? No, I I really do think they're going to introduce X Men at some point in Phase Five, maybe getting closer to Phase Six. But they they have to bring mutants in, not because it's what everybody wants, and it is going to 
bringing mutants in will take a lot of the the fan like butt hurt like oh no phase four i don't understand cg bad <laughs> i will admit they spent too much on the wakanda forever because they took that budget and took that away from quantum mania which could have been cg way better airplane mm-hmm. because that I was in quantum mania was that bad i it, I thought Bordak was great i'm being I honest Bordak Bordak. Was great really i, I thought he looked I, great as a character, as a design, okay, as, a, as a person, I hate Modoc. <laughs> the only instance that I actually enjoyed watching Modoc was the Hulu show voiced by Patton Oswald, because it makes Modoc as incompetent as he really is. But making Modoc a bit character, like a small low end sidekick to Kang, was mm-hmm. out, out, way out of character. <laughs> Yeah, I think Modoc always has that uh, complex of, oh, I want to take over the world, but I can't. I know I can, but I'm going to try anyways and get my ass yeah. whooped. Yeah, that's... Yep. <laughs> that's Modoc. That's Modoc. Yeah. Hold the world hostage, but then this is the uh, stupid failsafe that someone can just walk in and press. Yeah. I, I didn't like the thing how they made uh, the guy who played Yellow Jacket Modoc. Oh, how they God, that. that I, I did not like that. That, that felt bad. too fan fiction-y or, you know... That was... Hey... We don't really want to include Modoc anywhere. Um, so where can we put him to do the least amount of fan damage? Yeah. So we're going to put him in Quantum Mania. We're going <laughs> to shrink him down. So he went into the Quantum Realm and he's just a baby, baby arms, baby legs, and a big old head. Yeah. Oh, that that was weird the way they handled. But I think he, I thought he looked good. He looked like Modoc. Um, with I saw some with people the helmet on. No, even without the helmet, it looked good. Hate it. Hate that, that, I, I can't. I can't. It looked <laughs> like they used a face, like um, an Instagram or a like a Snapchat filter to stretch his face out. Like I can't get past it. Like I'm sorry. No. You smushed his face against a windshield, and you were like, "Yeah, that's a good idea." <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, but yeah. Uh, back to the X Men. Uh, yes. I thought. That, I th- <laughs> I thought that was a cool idea of, um, you know, the cocoa flower as a post-credit scene just to show they exist uh, and that you think they're going to be here sometime in Phase 5. Interesting. I what movie do you I think? I think we're going to get them somewhere. Um, honestly, I don't know what movie we're going to see them in. It, I mean, they, Deadpool 3 do... is Phase 5, and that has the X-Men in it. This Marvel's is... going to do what Marvel does, and they're going to – it's going to be a background. We're going to have mutants yeah. introduce the background character. Someone's going to be like, oh, my God, those rose-colored sunglasses. That's Scott Summers just in the background yeah, walking just around see, Just see a, guy on a, a bald guy in a wheelchair, Professor X. Yep. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I don't think we're seeing at the M- – let me be clear. I'm not, I don't think we're seeing the MCU version of the X-Men team in Phase 5 or Phase 6. Okay. Team, no. Te- yeah. the, the, the whole team-up is going to happen much later. That, that's yeah. Phase I don't think we're seeing any well-known mutants either. I don't think we're seeing a Professor X. I don't think we're seeing a Scott uh, Scott Summers. I don't think we're seeing a Magneto. We might... We're not... We're definitely not seeing an actor in those roles. We might get, like, a hint of a helmet somewhere or a wheelchair. We might get, like, a small tease. But that's mainly because what Kevin Feige is planning for Secret Wars. The rumor right now is that Deadpool 3 is going to bring back the Fox X-Men. And then Secret Wars, Kevin Feige will want to, you know, give them a good and uh, a good ending to their story because they're left off on a bad note. And then the X Men was Kevin Feige's first move, the first movie he worked on. Um, so I feel like that he might have some connection with it. So I think they'll want to get done with um, the Fox X Men versions first, and then Phase Seven start the new phase off. The first movie in Phase Seven, 
X-Men or the mutants or whatever you want to call it. I think that's what it's going to be. As much as I don't want that to happen, I think that's the route they're going to go. I think they yeah. should just forget about the Fox X-Men. Um, movies weren't the best. I, mean, I they don't think like, there's much of a fan base for those movies. Uh, and yeah, I think I, people... I liked I liked some of Days of Future Past stuff. I love I love Days of Future Past. The that original really trilogy, I, I was good up until the second movie. Mm-hmm. Third I, movie, I've messed it up. The, I've watched the third one like twice, and I was like, I can't keep watching. Yeah. Angel ripped his wings off. Archangel. Oh no. Um. Just don't. Just stop. Yeah, they didn't was... stop. And then they did the retcon, and then they made it like, okay, now we're at the end timeline. Great. Send Logan back. Have him do that. And I think that might have been the accurate representation towards I, like. Because I think that I think the X Men left off on a good note already with Days of Future and Past. If yep. you look at it, the original X Men lineup of you know uh, James Marsden. Uh, whoever played Jean Grey, Storm, all, Beast, all of them, you see them all back. And it's a good ending yeah. to the story. They're all happily ever after. You don't need to bring them back. And, I don't, I don't, and then they you know, started that new universe with the younger X-Men. I don't think people care about those movies enough <laughs> for you to bring those characters back, if you know what I mean. Because all of them reviewed pretty badly. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I get why you want to bring Hugh Jackman back. Great. I want Hugh Jackman back for a movie as well. But all the other everybody X-Men... wants Hugh Jackman back, but we can't yeah. have Hugh Jackman back. Yeah, I'm, we're getting Hugh Jackman back for Secret Wars. I'm not going to complain. That's a cool bring back. We but might, we might, we might. We know we're getting him for Deadpool three. Yeah, I, I think it's because uh... he's really good friends with Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. But no, I think I think he's definitely going to be in Secret Wars. There's no way Marvel is doing a huge multiversal movie. Uh, not bringing back some familiar face. We're getting back. Let, let me just say this: we're getting <laughs> back Tony Stark, millions of dollars, <laughs> and Hugh Jackman. Please, five minutes. That's all we need. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely getting back Tony Stark, RDJ, Steve Rogers, Chris Evans, and uh, we're getting back the three, the two Spider Men, Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, and we're getting back Hugh Jackman. Because, because um, I think the most memorable part, memorable part about the old X Men movies was Hugh Jackman. And Patrick Stewart, you could say those two. Hugh Jackman, Patrick Stewart, Ian McKellen. Yeah, You're big I think great. Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart are heavily, heavily rumored because yeah, Patrick Stewart just came out and said in an interview that uh, oh, me and uh, me and Sir Ian McKellen aren't quite done yet with our X Men characters. Yeah, so I think they're I mean, definitely in Deadpool three. Uh, maybe in Super Wars. I really did like Fastbender and uh, McAvoy. Fastbender and McAvoy were really good. They were. They really had good. really good chemistry with each other, mm-hmm. and they. Played- I think. I think that them as characters oh, were written pretty. Was great. Oh yeah, for sure. I think them as characters were written really well, but then the movies were just awful, which sucks. Yeah. They were good. They were really good in um, Days of Future and Past. Uh, oh, yeah. They were. They, they were good in everything, but Days of Future and Past. You know, those two really. They're like wow. These are they're great. You know. Uh, also, Nicholas Holt is beast. I think he's a, he was decent as well. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, but uh, back to the point. I don't want Fox X-Men back. Bring back Hugh Jackman. I'll be cool. Don't bring the entire X-Men back. Instead, in Phase 6, give us an X-Men movie. Um, I think that would help, you know, with Secret Wars. Because you don't really need a bunch of movies for the X-Men before Secret Wars to really set them up. You know, before Infinity War, we only had Black Panther for... Uh, we only had yeah. one Black Panther movie. We only had one Captain Marvel movie. You know, we only had one Doctor Strange movie. 
And uh, Doctor Strange actually only showed up once before Infinity War. It was Doctor Strange. He was there in Thor Ragnarok for like a minute. But uh, yeah, that yeah, was because it. he was something to bounce ideas and stuff off of. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like that. That's um, what Doctor Strange does as a character that's not fighting. Yeah, because his fight is art- much different than the rest. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. The, the the main thing I see on people online saying, "Oh, they can't bring uh the uh, X Men, the MCU X Men for Secret Wars because they won't have enough time to set it up." I mean, you can have you're doing that with the Fantastic Four. You're giving them one movie a year before Kang Dynasty, and you're bringing them in. You know, that's you can do setup. the same thing with the X Men. That's it. So you can do yeah. You can do the same thing with X Men. You just you don't even have to title it X Men. You just title it Mutants. Exactly. It doesn't need to be the full team up movie. You can we can wait for till Phase Seven for that. But give us a Mutants movie explaining where they've been all this time. Give us some Krakoa lore, um, yeah. and yeah, that would, that would be really cool. Um, but yeah. That's what we think. But now let's talk about the X-Men movies. If it were announced tomorrow, X-Men is getting a trilogy. Um, how would you, if you were the, you know, the person who was overseeing the three X-Men movies, what storyline would you follow? See, I like the, the, the later on storylines, the weird ones. I want to see Strife. Strife. Okay. Interesting character. You know Strife? So Strife is the clone of Cable. Okay. So just how Mr. Sinister created Cable by using the DNA from Scott Summers and Jean Grey to create their child. Mm -hmm. Then he became the time-traveling warrior that he was with the techno-organic virus. Strife is Cable, but kind of like the bastard bad clone built for Apocalypse. Right. So we're getting a Battle of the Bastards scenario here with uh, Jon Snow versus Ramsey Bolton. In your Cable sense, versus Strife. But I, I do, yeah, I would love to see Cable against Strife. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not sure how much they did it in the comics, but it's something I would love to see. Um, I'd love to see a properly done uh, Horseman. Horseman, uh, uh, Apocalypse and his Horseman. Okay. Yep. But I don't think we're gonna get apocalypse at all in the MCU. Oh, no, no, we won't. They they it's been done once and this, done. This is terribly. inhumans level bad. They yeah. they did apocalypse so dirty, we won't see him again for at least another ten years. Yeah, if even that. But, I just feel like the apocalypse storyline. Um, it might not be the best for the MCU X-Men because it's just going to be very similar to what they did with Thanos, you know, Black Order, Thanos, Horseman. That's the only thing they really can do. It, it's the yeah. same the same setup, just a, a different flip. It's like, oh, no, I think, I think something, someone like, um, who was that governor? I kept forgetting his name in the X-Men comics who used to uh, constantly go against them, create laws against them. I can't remember, but uh, there was well, a governor. Movie, it, was, it was Senator Kelly. Oh yeah, Senator Kelly. That's in the yeah. comics as well. Yeah, Senator Kelly. Um, so Senator, they can. I want that type of list. Senator Kelly. Uh, he, you know, in the Civil War we had Zemo. I was just rewatching Civil War the other day. His main yeah. motive was to destroy the Avengers from within. He wasn't some big bad guy. He was just a really smart, normal guy who wanted to destroy the Ev- that, Avengers that's who because Baron Zemo is. Yeah, that, he, he wanted to destroy the Avengers because they killed his family. Yeah. That's the type Not of because he wanted to reinstate the Soviet super soldier program. Mm-hmm. No, that was a red herring to get them to fight more inside that facility. But yeah, yeah. He, he, the whole thing was he wanted them to take themselves yeah. out. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want something. I want that type of storyline where we get where we get Senator Kelly, we get the Sentinel program, uh, and uh, yeah, we you know that way we get to see really good action X Men versus Sentinels, and we get to mastermind behind the entire thing. I think that's what the first movie should be about: Sentinels. I want him to bring back uh, Peter Dinklage as Trask. Peter Dinklage was great as Trask. Bolivar Trask, Peter, Peter Dinklage, so good. Uh, yeah. If they bring him back, I, w- I wouldn't complain. I doubt yeah. people remember him from Days of Future and Past either, so they they won't be like, oh, it's the same character. Uh, but uh, but yeah, they did that with J.K. Simmons. They brought J.K. Simmons back, so it's not that yeah. big a deal. <laughs> I laugh more because that is J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. Like, you, you they three, three universal movies. J. Jonah Jameson, no matter what universe you look at, is played by J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons, yeah. Um, so yeah, Bolivar Trask, uh, Peter Dinklage, that'll be pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, I, want, I think the, the groundwork for the central program is already there in the MCU. I mentioned this before with damage control. Yeah, damage control building those drones to t- track enhanced individuals sounds a lot like Sentinels tracking yep, mutants, Sentinel mutant hunters. Yeah. yeah, so the first movie in the X Men, once you know they decide to come out of hiding from Krakoa, decide to build whatever this uh, Charles Xavier school, whatnot. It's going to start, for me, start off very similar to how the animated series started off with Jubilee being okay. hunted by the Sentinels. Uh, and then we see Jubilee. Jubilee is going to be the main character, Sora, you can say. She's going to have that Logan role uh, that uh, Wolverine had in the um, the first X-Men movie. Uh, obviously, by main character, I don't mean the focus is going to be her, but we're going to get everything through her perspective. Right, her... she's going to be our primary focal point. She's not yeah. going to be the main character. No, no, she's not going to be. She's going to be, our... no, yeah. be the catalyst. She's going to be yes. our movie, our, our our concierge into the the realm of mutants. Yes, yes, that's what I mean. Uh, you know, she's being hunted by the sentinel sentinels, uh, and then she decides to go to the school. And through her, we get to meet all the the main X Men team, Charles Xavier, and all that. Very similar to what the animated series did and then as the movie progresses this focus shifts into the x-men if you get what i mean uh but uh but yeah that's that's my main thing uh the first the lineup for the x-men in the first movie i would like to see cyclops gene gray storm beast i don't want to see wolverine hot take but i don't want it. it's it's not that hot of a take because wolverine steals the show it's the one everybody wants. Yeah. We want to see who you catch. I feel like the hype right. would be even crazier if they don't put him in the first movie. And then the second movie, it's about, you know, no, instead of that, we get we get an X-Men movie. Uh, and then after that, we get a Wolverine movie, just just with Wolverine. And then in the second X-Men movie, he joins the X-Men. I think that would be a way better scenario. I um, think we need a new Sabretooth and we need a new Wolverine. So mm-hmm. I, I can yeah. see that movie too set in deep deep canada is gonna yep. be logan it's gonna be wolverine and Sabretooth. they can do everything x-men origins did but better they can do the yeah. exact same story but actually make it a decent story you know with him with the first with the nor with the weird looking nails that look like our normal nails coming out of his fist you know yeah the, the bone, bone, bone. It, it wasn't really bone though it looked more yeah, like it, it was bone it was bone, yeah. Okay, it was the bone, bone coming it, out of it. Canonically, bone. Bone, like yeah. The bone original... coming out of the fist. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then we get to see he's captured by um, what's his name? Uh, Harrison Ford, uh, General Ross. 
uh, who wants to infuse him with adamantium. Uh, so he's infused with adamantium, blah, blah, blah. That happens. And then uh, we see Sabretooth or whoever. Or no, actually, we see Magneto, who's trying to recruit him with the Brotherhood of Mutants. He joins them. Uh, and then he decides to leave because he realizes they're bad. Uh, and then at the end of the movie, he's in front of uh, Xavier's mansion. And the movie ends straight into X-Men 2. I can see the after credit scene of your X, your first X-Men movie just being either just the sound. The oh, iconic. That's what, what uh, Sony did with their Wolverine game thing. You know? Yeah. Well, that going through the bar. And then we just see. Ka-ching. Yeah, that will nobody nobody needs anything. We don't need visuals. We don't need CG. We don't need an actor. We just need a black screen and just hear just dead silence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or we can they can go the generic route and do something like Harrison Ford. Uh, he's reading some files and then we see Weapon X for Yeah. Um, yeah. They could do that as well. That 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 sounds like something Marvel would do. You know, the file, Weapon X written on it. Uh but yeah, that's that's my Main thing right now. First movie, we get everything to Jubilee's perspective. Uh, second, uh, Then we get a Wolverine movie. Second movie, we get uh, Wolverine and the X-Men. Uh, third movie, we're going to adapt Deadly Genesis. Okay. Because we know the X-Men have existed before. We know why they're in Krakoa. We know they're in Krakoa. Uh, but the buildup to it is going to be very different. We, we see a flashback uh, way back in the time before the X-Men were... Uh, you know, a known team. We get the original lineup: uh, Scott's uh, Scott, Gene, uh, Angel, Beast, and Iceman. We okay. see them. We see them going to Krakoa. That's how the movie starts. We see them going to Krakoa. All of them captured. Then we see Professor X sending another team in with Vulcan. Um, can't, uh, uh, there was Darwin, Vulcan. I can't remember who the other characters were. Uh, they go there, but they're all dead. Uh, and then. Then he sends in a new team, which won't have Wolverine because of the comics. Wolverine is there, but because because we're not planning on including Wolverine, he won't be there. Uh, we'll have Storm, we'll have Colossus, we'll have um, Thunderbird, we'll have Sunfire, we'll have Banshee. Uh, they go in. Some of them get killed, but if it, they do end up rescuing the X-Men. Uh, and uh, Professor X decides to move there. Okay. Uh, and that will lead that movie. We get everything. We get you know. This is a prequel movie. This entire movie is going to focus on X Men getting caught in Krakoa. Professor X sending another team. That mission fails, and he sends another team. We get more more McTaggart introduced as a character, and then we're gonna we're not. This is not a fourth X Men movie, but this is the phase ending event or the saga ending event. You can say the Shi'ar Empire. X Men versus the Shi'ar Empire. Okay. Avengers are going to get involved. Everyone's going to get involved. It's going to end with the the rise of the Shi'ar Empire. Vulcans, one of the main villains, uh, and yeah, it's Marvel heroes versus the Shi'ar Empire. What do you think? I think that's a good plan. Good, good, good mm-hmm. plan. I've I've been coming up with some ideas. Okay. On what mine would Just be. What you, what you have planned? So first off, the first mutant we're going to find out about in any canon is going to be Aurora Monroe. Aurora, oh, Storm. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're going to find out about Storm because we're going to find out that she has been mourning T'Challa. Interesting. Is she, is she from Wakanda? Her village, her original African village, is very is neighbors with Wakanda. Okay. Mm-hmm. In the comics, it is canon that Storm and Black Panther are husband and wife. 
Yep. Mm -hmm. So I think it might not be as bad as like she's mourning him, but it 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 will show that it it could be more like the village is mourning T'Challa because he was very generous. Mourning T'Challa, but then we'll see. We won't even see the character. See, this is the beauty of like what I've seen and noticed that Marvel does is they do background. Right. Their Mm -hmm. story plots, their future stuff says they took a page from Pixar Mm -hmm. by like, oh, there's a sign on the wall that points to a movie we're doing three movies down. It's going to be a picture of Storm as their goddess. Ooh, so like an idol. Yes. Okay. Interesting. So something that depicts like, okay, she's been gone for a while. She hasn't been around. The bringer of rains, the the the, um, the bringer of thunder, lightning. She's the gone because she's in Krakoa. Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, interesting. And that, but that's what we're gonna see is we're gonna see either a picture of her or some mm-hmm. sort of um, like Aborigine style drawing. Of her as that, or like a craving on the wall, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, something that just it, it like, um, was it New Rockstars is gonna find, right? Mm-hmm. Like, right away, they're gonna be like, Oh, we watch this at half speed and we found this. And it's, but I, I think the first movie, like, I, I'm at a toss up between two of the mutant kids. Um, right. I originally was thinking Jubilee, but then I was also Kitty. Katie Pride, Shadowcat. But I think Marvel wouldn't want to do that because that's similar to what the Fox movies did, right? It, it, it kind of, well, the, the original Fox movies were, it was based on Rogue. Right, yeah, yeah. There was the Rogue and then she meets Wolverine. Rogue, yeah, yeah she, she, Rogue, she meets Wolverine, and then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that punch to the chest moment was just one of my favorites back from then because they don't do that anymore. We're not going to have Logan losing his life and then just be like, oh, self-defense mode. Just punch <laughs> you right through. But see, that's where my toss-up is. is what are, I, they can do with Jubilee, but that was the 90s X-Men was Jubilee. Mm-hmm. The intro was Jubilee's fireworks powers. And it's like, we're going to have to pay homage to that one way or another. Right. Unless they decide to forget about Jean Grey compete, completely and give us Captain Britain. I don't think so. He was never. He was. He was Excalibur, right? He wasn't really X Men. She. Captain Britain. Captain Britain. Are we? Are we thinking of the same Captain Britain? We are not thinking of the same Captain. Yeah. Okay. Captain Britain Uh, is. Are you talking about Psylocke? Yeah. Okay. Psylocke's powers went to Captain Britain after they were brought back. Yeah. Because Betsy Braddock and I can't remember. The guy's name, who's Captain yeah. Britain, uh, they're siblings, right? So is she Captain Britain too, or am am I just messing it all up? I I have to look at the lore in a couple different ways, but I know the consciousness of Psylocke left her body and it went back to the original host, which was uh, Betsy Braddock as Captain. Okay, Britain. yeah, yeah. So Captain Britain is Betsy Braddock, yes. Yeah. Okay. Like I can see them going that far. Like we don't get Psylocke ever, but we'll get like okay, we'll go to England and do this because that that's a new avenue for them. Okay, but then how? So you're gonna have the Xavier's School of the Gifted in England. Well, you could do it in England, or they can still have the School of the Gifted in New York, but we're we're not gonna see that school yet. I okay. I, I can see 
opening one of the movies, hidden hidden gem of it where we showcase Storm somewhere. Um, pointing out in England, we're going to see that there's a small psychic mutant that's an Omega level. We're, we're going to see bits and pieces here and there. It's okay. not going to be a cohesive movie that gives us a true story. It This brings me back to my Tarantino. Like, we get bits and pieces, and then we see things start to move together. Right, right. Mm-hmm. A different team. Um, n- nothing like something that we've seen before, but something that they can come up with um, that'll give us that. Because that, if we do Europe and we do England, that can bring in a bunch of different people. Right. That yeah. I mean, Excal- they could just do Excalibur as a team then, right? They could. We could. Magic. You're, you know, Europe, I think Magic is European. Magic is Russian. Russian, right, yeah. Yeah, because her brother is Colossus. Colossus, right, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, you see, that's the point. It's that we have Captain Captain Britain, but then we we also have Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler is Romanian. Romanian. Then Magic, Colossus, and then that's where that starts. Like, I think that's where we're going to start. Sorry to interrupt you here, but let me amend my story here. You know that second team um, Xavier sends in? Yeah, because it's, it's supposed to be like an international team. He gets people from all over the world, right? He gets in Captain Britain, Nightcrawler, Colossus, Magic. Yep. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that'll be the rest. That'll be the actual rescue team, not the mm-hmm. killed team. Yeah, because Colossus is such a big part. Nightcrawler is such a huge part. Like, it's not going to be like Suicide Squad, where hey, opening movie. Yep, everybody's dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what they'll do. They'll take they'll take a a B list team. They'll mm-hmm. give us lowercase ones. Interesting. So you think the first X Men movie will focus on these characters? I think it's going to be a bits and pieces movie. Mm-hmm. I, think, I would like it to be that way because that's the most non traditional, non conformant way you can do it. It won't go with Fox. It won't go Jubilee. It won't go animated series with Jubilee. It won't go bringing and trying to save kitty pride it won't go any of the traditional routes that we've seen before it's something out of the ordinary interesting i i actually like this idea it could be something like we see this team xavier sending them on a mission we don't know what the mission is but they're going on a mission the movie ends with you know them seeing cyclops trapped in in the island they're in doing the mission and that leads into this whole, you know, just branches into, oh, my God, the X-Men exists. All this has happened. This yep. is the rescue team. That's very interesting. Give us something. You see, this is this is where I come up with all these weird ideas. Mm-hmm. Like, I yeah. try to think furthest outside the box as you can because that's what draws people in. Mm-hmm. People, I, I think the upset that people have at Phase 4 is, is because it's different, but it's also because it's not as different. Um, right. I know a little bit I'm going to drop the the discord um we are in the discord we talk to our fans uh, mm-hmm. i had a discussion yesterday about the entire thor quadrilogy mm-hmm. uh, about how i felt that this is what it was about and then i didn't hear anything back from that because i went to bed but it's outside the box feige does a great job with taking that idea skewing it and then bringing it to you bringing it to all of us so having something that's not a traditional team up or a traditional showcase of team, something that's like, oh, we're going to see Captain Britain helping people. 
and then there's going to be like a twinge, and then we'll see her psychic powers. We'll go to Russia, and we'll see the brother-sister duo of Magic and Colossus. Uh, we could even see Doctor Strange trying to showcase, because he was Magic's mentor. Mm-hmm. Yep. To learn those type, the, those power sets. Yeah, they could introduce Magic as a student in Camertage, like how yeah. America Chavez is right now. Yep. We can see Nightcrawler trying to do what he does. And like it's really hard to take him Wouldn't away. Would he be part of like a circus? Yep. Right, yep. We can see a circus. Like th- that's the other thing. Like th- again, Aurora Monroe on a village showing mm-hmm. that this is their goddess. Come see the Blue Wonder. Yeah. The Invisible Boy. And that could be like a poster somewhere. Picture. Yeah. That that's yeah. A, a small deviled picture. We know Nightcrawler. Mm-hmm. That's how I see like the presets that that's how we're going to get mutants into the MCU. It's not going to be blatantly out there. It's going to be subtle. It's going to be background. It's going to make people excited because they went and saw that movie two or three times. They watched us. They watched a couple other YouTubers that are, are so into it that they want to know what is frame by frame. We go through frame it, we find we out break, what we it break is. It down exactly. frame by frame, yeah. <laughs> we break it down. That's right. But that—that's how I see it. Like we're, we're going to see a lot more. The hell, they might even show Mister Sinister just doing Mr. some weird. That's. Shit. I really want to see a version of Mister Sinister in the MCU because, yeah, he's such a. He's a very interesting character, uh, and it'll be based. That, you know, I think the Fox X Men wasted an opportunity not using him. That can be our first movie. Our first movie is through the eyes of Sinister. The dockets of the different mutants that he knows of. Where he can find them. Little bits of surveillance. I think think that would make a great TV show. The Sinister Files. It would make a great TV show because each episode would then focus on a different mutant. Yeah, and this could be a way to introduce the X-Men team before we get a movie. Give us a little background in each character. Uh, a Colossus in uh, Russia. We get uh, Cyclops with dealing with this later. We see we got Jean Grey, Rora Monroe. We get ten episodes, ten X Men, their background. Yep. That would be really. Uh, they don't have to be long. Maybe 20, 30 minute episodes. It's a half hour. You don't yeah. need forty five minutes to do this. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The Sinister that, File. The, the Sinister so File. I take it back. I take it back. It's not a movie. It's the start is the show. Okay. The start is the show. That's where we get. Some of the B-list ones that people aren't too familiar with. Like I, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be honest. Uh, I brought up my um, my Marvel mutant chart for the the mobile game Contest of Champions to remember like which ones I'm used to playing with, which ones I hate fighting, mm-hmm. and just cap like I can read off the roster. Like there's two different Magnetos. There's the House of X version, but in all no. honesty, like it's too bad that they didn't make or didn't they can't i mean maybe they will and they'll give me my favorite storyline which is house of m house of house of house of m oh house of m i don't think they're gonna touch that it's it's not gonna happen that that's mm-hmm. the whole thing that's not gonna happen because we already have um we already did we already we already done with the wanda going mad thing yep. that's the whole that's thing they're, they're not gonna retcon and be like oh she's the daughter of a mutant and she has yeah. a sister, Polaris, that's somewhere out there. Her brother's dead. Yeah, that's still. why the MCU needs a reboot after Secret Wars. Because you can't just not make Scarlet Witch the daughter of Magneto. Yeah. No, you can't. 
So that's why I think either they're gonna retcon, either see I've post Secret Wars, we're gonna have a Scarlet Witch who's the same actor, actress, but not the same character. You know, it's gonna right. be a different universe version. Cause I think, cause you know, even in the comics after Secret Wars, a bunch of different universes were you know, made Earth. into one Earth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Miles Morales exists in 616 now. Uh, everything changes, you know? So I think it could be the same uh, Elizabeth Olsen as yep. Wanda, but now she's the daughter of Magneto. Quicksilver is alive. Polaris is there. You know, it could also be Black Panther. That's a good way of aging up T'Challa's son, Black Panther. Prince T'Challa is now King T'Challa. He's Black Panther. Yep. You know, so like, yeah, I, I think post-Pika Wars, there's going to be a lot of change in the MCU. Like The Gifted. The Gifted was a great show that a I lot of people know. didn't see. It was I, on yeah, Fox. I, so I, watched Gifted, Legion. I watched Legion. Legion was really good, but I, I didn't watch Gifted. The Gifted did the same thing. It focused on, a, a, like, we didn't really know who they were. They didn't name names. Mm-hmm. They didn't name that the, um, the daughter of the main characters that you were paying attention to was Polaris. Until you, if you, you had to be comic and lore specific. You had mm-hmm. to know she had an emblem with her, a green, like, coin that was about, like, this big. Mm-hmm. And later on in the series, somebody melted that down for her and made her a helmet. Ooh, that helmet was more of a circlet, and that was green in the exact same M shape that Scarlet Witch has. Because her powers oh, I'm, I'm were based watch on... The show. Yeah, her powers were... Uh, she had magnetic, but hers were on the Aurora. She was Polaris. Hmm. Like until they did that breakdown and that, that as soon as they gave me that helmet, that's exactly who how I knew who she was. So Magneto's in the show. Magneto's not in the show. None of the major top level mutants are in the show. She's just a random girl who is Polaris, not Magneto's daughter Polaris. She is Magneto's daughter. They I think they they hint at she talks about her father. Oh, so she's not you said the daughter of the main character. I, you know, it's been so long since yeah, I've seen I, it. But yeah, I might have to check this out. I, I never, I didn't even know the show existed. I'm just looking yeah, up the cast: Thunderbirds in it, Blinks in it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, might not, have to. IMDb, not the Chris Evans movie. <laughs> but yeah, this is interesting. I might have to tune yeah, in for this. Definitely, if hell, if we can get a big enough resurgence. Hmm. They might bring it up somewhere else. Stages in this show. That's crazy. I never thought these characters had a live action adaptation. They have Esme Frost. Isn't isn't, uh, Esme Frost one of the, um, you know, the clone they had of uh, Emma Frost? Yep. There's There's three three of them. They're triplets. Yeah, Yeah, the triplets. Oh my God. They did this? That's crazy. Yeah. We We got Bishop, but not named as Bishop. Uh, his name wow. was like Morlo. Yeah, because clearly- I remember the, the cuckoos, the three um, clones of Emma Frost. They were one of my favorite parts of um, whose X-Men run was it? Um, the one where they ha- all have new leather suits. Was it Joss Whedon? No, it wasn't Joss Whedon. It was before Joss Whedon. It was, a, it was the X-Men run after. Um, but what's that uh, Professor X villain guy? If forgetting his name. There's a lot of them. No, that uh, one who looks like Magneto and Juggernaut. Yeah. Onslaught. No, not Onslaught. 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 Yeah, it oh, was okay. after the Onslaught saga. 
uh, in Marvel Comics. Uh, you know, the X Men are sort of uh, soft rebooted, uh, and then that's when uh, Esme Frost and all the three cuckoos were introduced. Uh, so yeah, uh, I never thought they had a live action adaptation. That's crazy. Yeah, because um, it's it's Von Strucker's kids or grandkids. Interesting. Because I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the names now, and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. Steve Moyer, the dude that was in True Blood, is the dad. Yeah, this I, I need to watch this show. That's crazy. I didn't even know this existed. Where was the marketing for this? There wasn't any. That was the worst part. Like my, my wife and I stumbled on it, and she was like, "This looks like a cool show," and I'm like, "The Gifted Marvel." All right, let's mm. give it a try. It was what it shows right here was 29 episodes, so that's a season and a half. Yeah, pilot season is usually about 10, five to 10 mm-hmm. episodes, right? And then we got the, the rest of season two, and it's like it was great. Yeah, it was wow. interesting because it's it was all about how, like, oh, von Strucker's mutant uh trials on his family, and then they finally take perdition. And, Read the the main guy, the dad. It's his kids that have the powers. That's wow, very interesting concept. I did not know this. Ooh, yeah, I mean, you learn something new every day. I'm I might, I'm putting this on my bucket list. I'm watching this ASAP. Uh, but yeah, back to back to our predicting the X Men trilogy. Uh, so the first movie, uh, you want them to go through a progressive plot forward with an unknown team, which leads into the main team. Right. I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to backtrack a little. My, my initial, it's going to be a TV show, then two movies. Right. Because we're okay. going to get the TV show and we're going to see it through somebody's eyes mm-hmm. that is going to be unexpected. And I would love it to be through Mr. Sinister's eyes mm-hmm. to showcase what mutant powers he wants to steal. Right. What DNA he wants to harvest. That will give us a baseline of different mutants around the world. Then we tie into... A little bit of an after credit scene with the Krakoan flower being pushed down. And then we get into hell. We could see Sunspot and Warlock. Okay. So wait, let me get this straight. So in your version, the main team of the X-Men is in Krakoa with where they're living, uh, you know, really good lives. And then this foreign, this international team of the X-Men are trying to get to Krakoa to live with the other X-Men. It could be them trying to get the Krakoa. It could be them uh, playing on your um, trying to rescue style. They, they could okay. be the ground the the the. the I was going to say ground runners, but they could be the intelligence gatherers to make sure that Krakoa is safe. Right, because Professor X can only do so much. Jean Grey mm-hmm. can only do so much with reading minds outside right. of a certain distance. And mm-hmm. if they're using enough of their tech and mutant prowess to keep Koa hidden, like how Wakanda's hidden with mm-hmm. their tech, you have to have somebody on the ground that's going to be able to make sure, like, okay, there's somebody that's talking about mutants. Somebody saw a mutant, and now we don't want them to be known. Right. I think, what, what if Nick Fury is known about them all along? But More than likely, he does because know about because it. he's a good friend of Professor X. He decided to keep a secret, and we find out about it in Secret Invasion. How cool would that be? That would be incredible. That that yeah. that's fitting for Fury's character. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, like but he, yeah, I, chances that of that happening basic. very low. But uh, but yeah, I'd love to see that. That's just that's the type of stuff I want to see from Marvel. They used to do a lot of this back in the day, like Phase One, Phase Two, 
yeah. these hints. You know, when Fury pulled up that map, we see Wakanda mark there. Um, so, you know, they, they haven't done as much. Recently, if you notice in Phase 4, there haven't been as many background clues as there were before. No, because like I said, Phase 4 had to focus on the character. Phase 4 did not want yeah. to focus on background clues, background mm-hmm. information, pushing yeah. things forward. I think Phase that's what... was recovery. I think that's why people, you know, uh, a lot of people didn't like it because they love Marvel for that world building, for that background clues, for the setting up the next big thing. But Facebook didn't quite do that. 10, 15 years of it. And then they're going to change the formula a little bit, but then they'll bring it back. It's a time scale. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. We we have to, you want want more character development. You want to watch characters grow. Mm -hmm. That shit happens. That's it. Plain and simple. Bad stuff happens to good people. They're going to grieve about it. You're going to see what happens to them. If you really want to. And then, and then five, six years character. down the line. Five, six down the years down the line, they're like, oh, now that makes sense. Now I get why they did that, you know? Thor is going to be more powerful coming forward. Mm-hmm. He's going to have Stormbreaker. And he's going to be much more of his original powerful self. Mm-hmm. He might still have the... the um, the guys of comedy behind him just trying to make things a little fun, but he's going to be the way he used to be. Yeah. We have, we have Hawkeye training a new recruit. We have Mm -hmm. Sam Wilson coming into things as the new captain America. We have Bucky doing what he's doing for his own redemption. Bucky's leading the Thunderbolts. So, yep. Mm -hmm. We have so much that people don't want to talk about from phase four that leads and makes things so much greater. And going into that mutant time, there's, there's so many mutants that they can show that, like, Days of Future Past gave us havoc. Yeah. Cyclops' brother, who has the full power set for his whole body, not mm-hmm. just focused into, into his eyes. And then yeah. you find out that that's just energy from another dimension. Mm-hmm. Not, well, they didn't say it in the movies, but it, it, his mutant power isn't laser beams his mutant power is harnessing that otherworldly energy in his eyes yep mm-hmm. and it was the same for havoc havoc just did it throughout his whole body yeah i mean i'd love i'd love for them not to kill off havoc i would like them oh yeah i mean having a character are. is he's very involved he 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 could be that character that if there was an X-Men B team, he's he's leading that team. Yeah. Polaris, Havoc, they're the first two names that come to mind. They're not part of the main X-Men team, but their character is heavily linked with the X-Men. They're close to Omega level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very close to Omega level. Very like even in the plot, they're very they're very involved at points. You know, it, it makes yeah. sense for them to be there, even if they're not there. That's the type of thing. But uh, but yeah, what what about your second movie? What are you looking for there? Second movie is I want to focus more on, like, since we're going to Krakoa, we have a a relationship that's unlike what we've seen before with Professor X and Magneto, where they're now, it's harmonious. Like, Magneto has his side of the island. Professor X has his area. They intermingle. They help out each other. Uh, Magneto will take, we're going to see Krakoa. We might see a small, like, insurgents or something rising or mm-hmm. maybe an infiltration from some other group that maybe um, specter or sword is going to find out about Krakoa and send people there. Mm-hmm. 
maybe maybe sword has mutants on their docket maybe uh the fantastic yeah. four know about the mutants and their allies yep just like a Reed richard thing you know out. he's there for some research and then he goes back just how secret wars uh secret invasion right now is giving is showing scrolls mm-hmm. what's to say they're not scrolls some of them are mutants yeah what if because because the scrolls have been in the mcu for what 30 plus years what yep. if they pass on the mutant gene theory the theories are endless you know and there's a lot of ways they can do this yeah the, 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 i think the, the worst way they can do it is just use the uh, multiverse for the explanation because there's yeah. a lot of in-universe stuff they can do because you know there's theories that the energy released from the second snap uh changed a lot of people's dna that was my first theory like mm-hmm. before that I was, that was my first theory before well. anything like that gamma radiation snap mm-hmm. from hulk because now now we have not just the snap gamma but i feel like the snap also took part of the energy of the user Mm-hmm. So Thanos killed everybody and snapped them out of existence, and Hulk, with his gamma radiation bringing everyone back, that's mm-hmm. obviously got to create some mutant somewhere. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, remember that scene in WandaVision when Photon or Maria Rambo, she's going through the hex, and that basically unlocks her power. Yep. The snap could have done a similar thing; just changes yeah. people's DNA. Yeah. We just. I would love a special that's just this is what the the not technology, but this is the 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 makeup and destruction and rebuild of the snap was. Interesting, like because clearly it wasn't there's a reason they didn't have everybody just disappear like it's the rapture. Mm -hmm. There's a specific reason they had everybody dust out. And and go into the ether, not just like, yeah, which would have happened. The, the, there has to be some reason they did that, and I think it's because of how it came out, and then how everybody blipped back into existence. Yeah, is what is the breaking point because they didn't come back the same way. Yeah, they, they never. No, I think they did come back the same way because there was the scene in Homecoming uh, in Far From yeah. Home. Where you see, you know, there's playing that basketball game and people from the basketball game that got dusted away, they just dust back in, sort of. Okay, not yeah, just, yeah. So I, they, I needed a refresher on that because for some yeah. reason my brain was like, oh, yeah, hey, they, they never they, really showed it. That was more of a brag background hint. They never yeah. really showed people dusting back in. But that that's something I would like as like a special. Um, mm-hmm. because that'll that'll explain everything. Yeah, I think Marvel should do more of these, you know, explaining in-universe things. I think that that adds a lot more to the world building. Just make the world even more rich and deeper. You know, how other... You want to draw people in? Let's... Yeah, like half a billion... Four billion people went and four billion people just came back. What impact does that have on the Earth? You know, that's crazy. Four billion people... That's what we know of on Earth. Yeah. So, you know, it's... uh, This potential for stories are crazy. Uh, but yeah, as uh, as you were saying, back on topic. Yeah. Um, what <laughs> uh, your second movie? So it's gonna be uh, set in Krakoa. It's gonna be deal more what what House of X and Powers of X did. If I'm getting it. somewhat similar to that, yes, it, right. more of daily life and some turmoil that's already being sown in there. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing too much to write about, but 
the second movie is going to give us the mutants that we want. Right. It's going to okay. showcase them, showcase their power sets, and give us the actors that are playing them. The third movie, now since I had that idea of Sinister watching people, mm -hmm. I think the third movie would bring him back. Okay. But this time, to get what he wants. Sinister's going to be our main villain for the Before, before that, sorry to interrupt, let yep. me amend it a bit. The end of the second movie, uh, the second movie is dealing with some civil war sort of situation. There's yep. some political tension brewing between Charles and uh, Magneto. And the movie ends with uh, the council deciding Professor Xavier must be exiled from Krakoa. And he takes with him the X-Men team, the main five, six players, you know, from yep. the X-Men team. And then, and then they, they go... do the after credit scene of them showing the Xavier School for Gifted Children. Yeah, yeah. So the decision, yeah, because even in House of X, the main sort of thing is uh, Xavier is hiding stuff from everyone. He knows something that happens that he's hiding from everyone. And, uh, you know, it could be something like that in that movie where at the end of the movie, you know, the council, the council of Krakoa decides to exile Xavier. Yeah. I think that, that would be a really cool twist. And then the third yeah. movie, they're back in the main See, now, now I'm flipping back and forth. Do I want Sinister as the villain? Or do I want it to be like, you brought it up. One of my favorite amalgamations was Onslaught. Onslaught, yeah. Born from Xavier's just massive psychokinetic power. I think Onslaught would be more of a saga villain or a phase-ending Villain. Like how yeah. I did the Shiar Empire, Onslaught could be yours because that's a big event in the Marvel comics, right? Avengers are also involved. Yeah, yeah. So I think have Sinister in the third movie, and for that big ending event, Onslaught would be perfect. You know, Onslaught these two movies, forward. yeah, and these two movies we see, you know, sort of getting hints of Onslaught coming, Xavier's mind playing with him, and stuff. Right, we see the mind starting to fracture. We mm -hmm. see all of that, and then yeah, you're right. Third movie, we have Sinister as the main villain, just mm -hmm. pushing back against Xavier. And him, the, the inner turmoil, the personal fight of, I don't want to let this out, but I know it has to at some point, keeping it down, just pushing it back. And then the end of the movie is just him, just you, you just see him back in the chair and then oh, the man, giant man. onslaught helmet just shows. That gives it's, you chills. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting chills just imagining it. I, I, I'm so ready to have the X-Men in the MCU. Do, do it as soon as you can, you know. Don't rush it. Make sure you take your time and make it amazing. It needs yep. to be. It needs to be flawless. And uh, I know we're yeah. gonna. We're definitely gonna get inclusion. And I know with my idea for that, that whole international scene, uh, the mm -hmm. TV show, Danny Moonstar. Who's Danny Moonstar again? Uh, let's see. I would need to look her up. Champions. <laughs> yeah, let me. Just look. She just. She just came into uh, contest of champions this month. Um, okay. Her and uh, Mirage. Oh, Mirage. Yeah, yeah. I know Mirage. Mirage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The with the arrows, right? Bow and arrow. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Her and Mirage. Lady Deathstrike just came into the game. Interesting. Yeah, I think the potential for X Men movies is insane because there's so many good stories you can adapt. I don't think they had the same with the Avengers because before uh, the movies, I would say the Avengers were more of a B team and the X-Men were the main Marvel team. Everyone was reading an X-Men comic, but then the MCU sort of changed that. Right. And the MCU and Jonathan Hickman changed so that. many stories they can tell. Exactly. But X-Men is X -Men. limitless potential. Especially if you go back to Silver Age and Bronze Age comics. Chris Claremont with what he does, 
almost all of his stories are near flawless. You know, we have Age of Apocalypse, Dark Phoenix, uh, God Loves, Man Kills. So many good stories. Yep. Which, which the potential to adapt is just insane. Uh, and yeah, I'm I'm really excited to see what route they go with the X Men. Do they go more of the traditional X Men, or do they go more Cohen X Men? Yeah. So yeah, I I, I really with, think once the X Men Marvel's done with comic adaptations, like especially, I'm going to bring up uh, Love and Thunder again because the Jane Foster comic mm-hmm. was fairly new. That was within the yep. last five years. Mm-hmm. We're going to get we got that in that movie. So Krakoa is not that far-fetched to be part of the X-Men movie. Right, for sure, easily. And then we also saw this thing from Kevin Feige saying uh, the comics, uh, you know, we're going to introduce stories in the comics that are going to be adapted in the MCU in the next uh, five, six years. So whatever we're seeing right now could potentially be adapted sometime in the very near future. Obviously, yeah. I don't want whatever they're doing that doing right now because Marvel Comics is a mess right now uh, with, you know, Kamala Khan's dead, uh, Peter Parker's in a weird situation right now, and uh, yeah, Spider-Man comics not doing too well at the moment. Yeah. But I'm not sure about the Avengers. Have you? Are, are you keeping up with? Uh, I Avengers haven't. Recently? I there's a subscription I want to sign up for, but I'm just I'm still very hesitant. Yeah, Mar- Mar- Marvel Unlimited. I had that for last summer. Last summer I was just reading and reading all day because that was such an easy way to just pull up a comic, read it. Yep. Uh, and but yeah, I, I need to get that back. Like, oh, once... now it's dark out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, once once you have free time, definitely get Marvel Unlimited. That's a very quick and easy way to catch up with comics. I basically caught up with uh, thirty years of X Men in one summer. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, it was amazing. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I, I'm really excited to see what Marvel does with the X Men. Uh, but I think that's where we'll wrap today's episode up. Thank you all for watching. Uh, make sure you let us know in the comments below what how you would adapt the X Men in the MCU. Uh, make sure you join our Discord if you want to discuss some theories. We usually talk in there. Uh, the link to that will be in the description below. Uh, thank you all for watching. Uh, make sure you like the video, subscribe, do all of that. Help us grow so you know our ideas can be heard by someone like Kevin Feige, uh, and we get those jobs we always wanted. Uh, you know, creative scene at Marvel. Drop those comments. Like, yeah. you want to change things? You want to put stuff down there? Let's do an easier one. List your favorite mutant. Favorite mutant. All right, everyone in the Discord, um, in the in the comments below, list your favorite mutant. I don't mind Cyclops. What's yours? It, there's so many. There's too many mm-hmm. right now. There's my so many. Yeah. Now that I once I start deeping it, I'm like, okay, it might not be Cyclops. But the base level answer is Cyclops. That's the perfect level answer for me. Do I go with the one that I've been using the most in my contest game? Because that's Cable. Cable, interesting. Mm-hmm. Cable has an amazing synergy with Apocalypse, and it makes it mm-hmm. makes it's a cheat code. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, let us know in the comments below. Let us know in the comments below who your favorite uh, X Men or mutant is. Uh, Honestly, my original favorite was Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler, interesting. I've I never I never really had that connection with Nightcrawler. I see a lot of people saying he's their favorite, but I never. When really I was a kid, he was favorite. my favorite, just because he was able to just go anywhere he wants. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's, that's a very cool power to have. I would love teleportation. You know, you just uh, teleport into a beach of the Bahamas on a weekend, snap yeah. back. You know? It's crazy. Love that power. Uh, but uh, but yeah, thank you all for watching. Make sure to leave a like, and we'll see you next week.